Welcome to the Bible Conversation Podcast with Chris, Dan, and Dylan. Let's have a conversation. Welcome back to another episode of Bible Conversations. We are excited about today's topic. Uh, we are going to be talking about giving as the holiday seasons come up, as we uh, start to approach this this wonderful and awesome time of year. Uh, we uh, we figured that it would be good to do some do some podcasts, do some material on uh, on the different holidays and and really the things that go into the holidays and, and surround them. And so today we'll be talking about giving. Uh, Dan, Dylan, is there anything y'all want to say before we jump in? Yeah, I mean, I just as, as you mentioned the the holiday season. Uh, you know, Thanksgiving is right around the corner, and when we were thinking about that, you know, it's Thanksgiving is really two different topics that we can talk about. There's there's thankfulness and and there's giving, Thanksgiving, and so um, I I guess you know this is going to be the the first one that we address and mm-hmm. and like you said it's it's a simple thing uh we've been going through this little series of simple things mm-hmm. um things that we're taught as children and uh often sometimes not all the time but but forget as adults so mm-hmm. uh but yeah giving we're excited about this one and, and yeah. it's so much more than money which we'll see as we get into this yeah yeah i'm looking forward to it so all let's, right let's do it well let's let's dig in then so i kind of want to open up this conversation if you guys would Turn over to Luke chapter 6. Luke chapter 6. And we're going to start really in verse 32. And I just kind of want, after I read this, I want y'all's, y'all's thoughts on it. So, if you love those who love you, what benefit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what benefit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. And if you lend to those from whom you expect to receive, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners to get back the same amount. But love your enemies and do good and lend, expecting nothing in return. And your reward will be great. And you will be sons of the Most High, for he is kind to the ungrateful and the evil. Be merciful, even as your Father is merciful. So, what, I mean, what do y'all think about that? That. One, God is kind to the ungrateful and the evil, right? And so we should be too, yeah. right? What I mean, what do y'all think about that? What 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 sticks out in these verses? Yeah, well, first of all, when we read that part, even for even He is kind to the ungrateful and evil. Um, you know, I mean, first that reminds me of the podcast we did on kindness. So, yeah. little plug for that. Go go listen to that one as well. Yeah. Um, but this is really just Jesus telling people that you can do better. Throughout all of the things that we read about Christ in all of uh, the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, Christ is raising the bar. He's raising it from the law of Moses, from the Old Testament, and and telling all of everyone that will listen to him, you can do better. Yeah. And the better thing is not just okay. Well, I'm going to give because I know it's going to be given back to me some sometime. Yeah. It's giving, not expecting anything back. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, and that's the thing that sticks out to me, Chris, about this passage that you bring up because it's it's about the the purpose, the reason we we give. What's the what's the motivation? Yeah. And if we're just motivated to give only when we think we'll get something in return, well, Jesus says that's what the the sinners do, you know. So yeah. <laughs> as he's talking to the righteous, as he's talking to those who want to really fulfill God's will, you know, he he says to them, "Look, you know, if you're if you're going to exceed the righteousness of all those Pharisees and, and scribes and all that, 
And the sinners, well, you you need to give for a better purpose, better reason than that, because even in that sense, they give, they give, but they give wanting to get something, but knowing that they'll get something in return. Yeah. So, I think they're thinking of self at that point, right? Like when when you give expecting something in return, you're thinking of wait, what, what can I get out of this? You yeah, know, it's not yeah. it's not what can I help somebody with? What can I give to this situation? I think that's that's part of it. I think a lot of times we mm-hmm. think of giving in regards to monetary terms. Yeah, right. We really do. And, you know, I think you had mentioned this a second ago, so I think you've got something that you're going to want to talk about. But the giving is not just financially related. Um, is there anything that either of y'all wanted to say about that? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, gi- giving is it, you can give of yourself, of your time, of your money. Obviously, that's that's an easy one. But but of your talents as well, of, mm-hmm. of the things that. Um, that you're skilled with, you can give of that. And, and we really see that exemplified in the church as well. Mm-hmm. Um, with all of the deacons that we have, um, and this is just a small part, a small example, but there's a reason that we have deacons over education, deacons over facilities, deacons over um, technology, because each of these men have things that they're talented with. Um, We've got guys that are, you know, know the ins and outs of taking care of a facility, taking care of the building. We've got guys that can just type circles around me when it comes to technology. (laughs) Um, And and they've, you know, stepped up and said, you know, I'm going to I'm going to work with the technology in the church, and, and that's going to be my giving because that's that's my talent, you know? Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, as far as, uh, you know, giving being more than just the monetary gift, I think about um, Matthew chapter 10 when Jesus is sending out his disciples, and he tells them, you know, Matthew t- 10, 7, you go preach the kingdom of God, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons freely you have received freely give and then in verse 9 he says provide neither gold nor silver nor copper in your money belt so they were going out they didn't have money yeah they didn't have anything <laughs> they didn't have money <laughs> they, they didn't even have you anything know? to give if they wanted to <laughs> yeah. monetarily yeah. but jesus still told them you know freely freely give so what did they have to give well it wasn't money it was the things that jesus had blessed them with yeah mm-hmm. which is awesome you know and i i think you know, what, what you just said there, what mm-hmm. Jesus has blessed them with, and you mentioned talents just a little bit ago, and, mm-hmm. you know, we have all been given different talents, mm-hmm. right? Like, the, the mm-hmm. three of us in this room, I think, are, you know, I, I, I don't say this to be braggadocious, but I think we're talented when it comes to reading and understanding Scripture, right? But that's also because we've worked at that. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. we've, we, we've spent our, you know, at least the last 10-plus years of our life, right, dedicating ourselves to that. Mm-hmm. And so the talent isn't something that we were just, uh, you know, woke up one day and we had it, right? We worked at it, but it's also something that God has given us the ability to do, mm-hmm. right? We, God has given us the ability to understand and to, and to discuss and to be good with people and all of these things. And I, I think when we flip over to Matthew chapter 25, right, just a few chapters over from where Dan just was, uh, we, we see a story here that, that talks about uh, these these individuals being given talents, and in the story, these talents are, you know, monetary, right? right. It's, it's right. not, it's not a you know you're good at jumping and you're good at running yeah. and you're a, good a talent at this. was it's, a weight of money. Yes, it's a weight yeah. of money, right? But I think the spiritual application is is so much more than money, right? And so one of one of the men that the uh, <clears throat> this this man has under his property or under his service, right? He's got servants. One of the servants is given five talents. 
and uh, one of the servants is given, I believe, two talents, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the servants is given one talent. Yep. Well, the servant that has five, he immediately goes out and he makes five talents more, right? Like he yep. uses those talents that he has been given in order to earn more. The one that has two talents, he goes out and he does the same thing. He makes two talents more. Well, the one who is given one talent, right? He still has a talent. He still has something that he was given, but he goes and buries it because he's afraid that if he doesn't use it well, he will lose it. He's afraid that, uh, that, that if he doesn't use it properly, that the master is going to come down on him difficult and, and hard. And, uh, and so he, he, he keeps it just to give it back, mm-hmm. not to mm-hmm. use it, just to give it back. And we see that that's just not what we're to do. If we've been mm-hmm. given talents in this life, whether it's speaking, whether it's hospitality, some people are so hospitable and it's just amazing. Yep. You know, whatever those talents are, I, I think we've got to, I think we got to use those. And um, so anyway, this this, mm-hmm. this parable is one of my favorites when we talk about, you know, talents and how we use them just because it, yeah. it's so crystal clear in my mind. And, and what we've mm-hmm. been given and what we have to give back. And yep. and it's not just, okay, give back what you've been given, but give God more. You, you know, yeah. we're, we, we see all throughout the Old Testament when there's sacrifices made to God, they're giving the best of of their livestock. They're giving the mm-hmm. best of what they have. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with us today that we're called to give God our best yep. um, in, in our worship, but also in, in our service, in our giving. We're, we're giving our best. And yep. so our best isn't just saying, okay, well, I'm going to give back what's given to me. Our best is saying, I'm going to give God more than mm-hmm. than I was given. Yeah. Well, that just reminds me of a devotional song that we sometimes sing, Father God. Yeah. And the first the first line of that song is May my steps be worship. Mm-hmm. May my thoughts be praise. And may my words bring honor to your name. Right? Like mm-hmm. everything that we do should be giving to God and it should all be in the right in the in the process of serving him. Yeah. Right? Like everything mm-hmm. that we do mm-hmm. seen yeah. through those eyes. Yeah, that's right. And and as we're thinking about these things, I kind of hear there, there's two things about this, you know. One is duty and one is desire, you know, and they both go hand in hand. Yeah. Command uh, Giving is a command. It is something we have to do. Yeah. You know, if we don't do it, the example we just read there from the, the parable <laughs> is, you know, one one was cast out into the outer darkness, you yeah. know, because he did not give, because he did not make use of the master's uh, talents that was given to him. So there is the the duty, and but then there's also the desire, you know, and that that's kind of like in First Second um, Corinthians chapter eight, you know, where Paul talks about that that offering, the desire, the free will offering, yeah, you know, which we we even see in the Old Testament too. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I had another um, place that I wanted to take y'all to, talking about talents, talking about how um, we can give to the to the work of the church through our talents. Um, I want to take y'all to Romans chapter twelve, mm-hmm. um, and. And Paul is talking here, uh, starting in verse four, about how you know there's there's a lot of members to the body, and each one has a different job. But I'll go ahead and read it. Romans chapter twelve, starting in verse four. Um, For as in one body we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function. So we, though many, are one body in Christ, and individually members of one another. Having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them. If prophecy in proportion to our faith, if service in our serving, um, 
the one who teaches in his teaching, the one who exhorts in his exhortation, the one who contributes in generosity, the one who leads with zeal, the one who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. Mm -hmm. You see, we all have something that we can contribute to the church. We all have something that we can give to the church, to the, to the work of the kingdom of heaven. Um, and Paul, um, gives different examples here in, in Romans chapter 12, but there's even more than just the examples that, that Paul puts out here. There's so many more things that, that people are blessed with, that are talented with, and it goes way beyond this. Yeah. I don't think Paul meant this to be an exhaustive list. Absolutely not. Right? Like, I don't think Paul was saying, hey, if you don't have one of these gifts, you don't have a gift, right? Like, that's mm-hmm. definitely not what he was Absol- saying. Absolutely not. But I think what he's saying here is, listen, like, these are some of the gifts that you have. And if you have one of these gifts, the more recognizable, right? Like you can you can see when somebody is generous, right? You can see when someone is teaching. You can see mm-hmm. when someone is serving. And so, you know, these very seemingly obvious gifts, right? Well, this is how you use those gifts, right? Yeah. So whatever gift you have, utilize use it. it. Yeah. <laughs> use it. Um, so I think that's, you know, I don't know. I think that's awesome. And I think, man, I think too often we read through the scriptures and we're like, okay, well, Paul doesn't mention the gift I have, so I don't know that I need to use it, right? Like, we come across that with the rich young ruler in Matthew, yeah. right? The rich young ruler, he comes up to Jesus and he asks the question, uh, I believe it's in Matthew chapter 20, if my memory is serving correctly. But he comes up to Jesus and he says, uh, teacher, what, 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 must I, what good deed must I do to attain to heaven? <laughs> like, that's his question. What good deed must I do to attain to heaven? Mm-hmm. And uh, Jesus, you know, it's in, uh, sorry, Matthew 19, and uh, Jesus says, if you would enter life, keep the commandments. And then he goes, well, which ones? And Jesus says, don't murder, don't commit adultery, don't steal, don't bear false witness, honor your father and mother, shall love your neighbor as yourself. Now, at this point, the young guy's already done all that. Yeah. He's done these things. Mm-hmm. But he asks another question. And so I, I, I don't think this guy's too bright because I would have just walked away at that point. Like, mm-hmm. oh, sweet, I've done all those. Thanks, Jesus. Mm-hmm. But he goes, well, all these I've done, what do I still lack? And then Jesus, after all of the commandments, right? Mm-hmm. Like the commandments have been listed. The things that he has to do have been listed. Jesus says, go sell all that you have. Well, that was not a part of the commandments, right? It's not mandatory for us as Christians to sell all that we have. It was not mandatory for Israelites. But Jesus is selling them. It's a hard thing, right? You got to do, yeah. do what you've got to do. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be different for you than it is for somebody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think, you know, going back to these these talents, right? Just because we may not have a talent that somebody else has does not mean that our talent cannot be useful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, honestly, like you said, it's, it's a hard issue. And that's, I think, what Dan mentioned um, at the beginning is mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a hard issue. It's the, well, I've been blessed with this talent, but it's going to be more useful to the body as a whole, or it's going to be more useful to somebody else than it is to me if I just keep it to myself. Um, And that's what we read in the parable of the talents too. I mean, um, it's more useful when the man who had five talents went out and and got five more um, using the five that he had. It's more useful when you don't keep it to yourself. Yep. And I I just too want to back up a little bit. In Romans chapter 12, remind remind us how this started. You know, in Romans 12, Paul said, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. 
you know so it's like that's how he starts this whole your whole life is an offering is supposed to be an offering to god yeah you know because instead of taking you know that best sheep out of the flock we are taking the best Mm -hmm. of our lives and that's a living sacrifice because we're not sacrificing it killing it it's gone it's throughout our life it's a living sacrifice to god um and like you said, it's our reasonable service, or um, mm-hmm. other translations say it's our spiritual worship. You know, that mm-hmm. is that is our gift to God. That, mm-hmm. That's our worship. That's our service. So I'm going to ask you guys this. We, we, uh, we've talked a little bit about giving and, and what it is. So let's, let's try and you – know, I'm going to take your phrase. Let's try and put a bow on this. How can we, <laughs> how can we utilize what we've talked about today in our lives tomorrow? Yeah. How can what what is mm-hmm. what is some practical application to this giving, whether it be of our finances, whether it be of our resources, whether it be of our time, whatever it is, how can we how can we be practical? I'm gonna turn to Dylan because Dylan, you are the practical man. <laughs> and anytime we talk about scriptures for, for our listeners, anytime we have meetings amongst ourselves, Dylan's just quick to that practical part and it's awesome. It's great to listen to. So I'm gonna turn to you, Dylan. Right. How do we make this practical? Well, first of all, mm-hmm. thank you for bringing back the bow. <laughs> I haven't used that phrase in a long time. <laughs> it's been a while. Um, but yeah, let, let's put a bow on this. You know, how do we get practical? I think, first of all, we got to get up off of our couches. We got to get up off of the pew. What if it's comfy? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's... Especially that's, Chris's couch. That, that's a really comfy couch. It is a nice yeah. couch, huh? <laughs> but get, that, shouldn't, <laughs> that shouldn't matter at all. It shouldn't matter whether we're comfortable where we're at. Um, all, all the time when we read through what Jesus has called people to do, like I said, he's raising the bar. He's calling them to, to do better. And when you do better, it's going to be uncomfortable. When you work out, working out is awful. I hate it. That's why I have a dad bod. And, <laughs> but it creates something better. When we're called to do better, it's not going to be comfortable, but it's going to be better. So, I mean, that, that's just the first thing. We got we to get up. We got to understand, hey, there is work to be done. I have been blessed with things, and I need to give that back. But not only are we actually needing to recognize, hey, there's work to be done, but we got to also recognize what we've been given. There's something to be said about taking that time to self-evaluate and say, Hey, this is what I've been given, and, and not in a prideful sense at all, not in a in a haughty sense of hey, hey, I have this talent, and and that's that's what the the church in Corinth was struggling with, right? Paul was like, um, just because uh, you're an eye and and you're a big toe doesn't mean that any of you are less important to the body. Paul didn't actually use the big toe; um, I think he said an ear. But but the point is, there's not one part of the body that is lesser than another one. And I'm getting to preaching now. I know. Um, <laughs> but but that's the thing is we have to recognize our talents not in a haughty way of saying hey I'm an eye I provide scene for the body but yeah. a self evaluation of saying this is really what I've been blessed with and when you do that and understand this is the talent that I can give to the body and get up and do something with it 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 really changes the way that that other people are encouraged as well yeah I think that's awesome you know with when when I when I said you know what if what if I'm comfortable right like I said mm-hmm. that for a reason and, and your whole point there right was get uncomfortable yeah and our talents are not always going to be right in our wheelhouse Mm-mm. and honestly even the talents that are in our wheelhouse at one point we're not 
Yeah, exactly. Right? At one point, they were not. Mm-hmm. At one point, I would have laughed if, if either of you had told me I was going to be a minister of the gospel. I would have laughed in your face and said no. Or if we had asked you to get up and preach in front of a church, you'd I, say, no, I'm not a public speaker. Yeah, I would have. Oh, well, I've never not been a public speaker. But I would have laughed at the idea of preaching the gospel, right? Like yeah. there was a point in my life where that was true. Yeah. But God has given me a talent. Right, mm-hmm. And so at one point, that would have been very uncomfortable for me. Mm-hmm. And my first sermon was very uncomfortable. <laughs> like, it was not good, mm-hmm. right? Now, they all, everybody was like, dude, you did so good. And I was like, oh, thanks, man. And see, that's, that's <laughs> a perfect example of people who, what it says right there in verse 8, the one who exhorts in his exhortation. You know, the one who encourages, continue to encourage people even though they give bad sermons, like you're saying. <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't unscriptural. It was just not delivered well, in, in, at least in my mind. And so as, you know, as we talk about this, sometimes life, especially here in America— I think we have been overly and overabundantly blessed. And I yep. say that as a citizen in America, yep. as someone who also participates in all of that. But man, we get so comfortable. You oh, know, yeah. we, we get home from work mm-hmm. and instead of reaching out to people, instead of calling people, instead of talking to people, instead of doing something, we sit down on our couch and we watch Netflix, right? Like mm-hmm. that, we, we are inundated with just this idea of comfortability and we cannot serve we cannot give if we are too comfortable within ourselves i've got another problem for you here all right is that we are comfortable with being comfortable yeah <laughs> we're we're used to that comfort and we're like well i don't want to yeah. give this up yeah. there, there's one thing about being comfortable but there's another thing with being comfortable with being comfortable <laughs> yes. you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. well dan i know you've probably got something to say before i oh, like, oh, before you go we we do actually have an episode on comfort out. Yeah, we do. Um, and and we talked about comfort in general and, and how, you know, how we are to be comforted and the things that we're probably not supposed to be comforted but not by. by your couch. But by not God. by the couch, right? It's supposed to be by God. And so anyway, just another little plug for that. Go ahead and listen yeah. to that. But Dan. I forgot about that episode. I'll have yeah. to go back. And <laughs> but Dan, I'll, I'll let you go ahead and. You know, you got something to say. Well, I was just thinking as Dylan was talking that, yeah, that's a, that's exactly Roman. that. That goes back to Romans twelve again. Present yeah. your body as a living mm-hmm. sacrifice. This is a this is a choice we we have to choose to sacrifice because yeah we live in America and we can so easily choose the path of comfort because it's always there before us mm-hmm. you know, always yeah. and so it, it's so easy to go down that path but we have to make a, a choice and that's what I was going to say too just to add to that it has to be a, a conscious decision we we have to think about it. We have to think about it. I, I, I don't think we can be givers. We can experience the joy of giving until we think about it. Yeah. And, and I hope that hope, hopefully this podcast, this session here, is getting us thinking about it, getting our listeners thinking about it, because yeah. that's the first step to me is you have to think about it, and then you have to make that sacrifice. Yeah. Well, as, as far as putting a bow on it, like I was saying, you know, we mentioned at the beginning, the, the holidays are right around the corner, and Thanksgiving is next week. And... Giving was the the reason we have Thanksgiving is because the pilgrims and the Indians shared with one another. They gave with one another, which is you know I don't know how it's true that is, but that's <laughs> in my mind. I still got the elementary picture of <laughs> Indians and pilgrims getting together and and sharing that first Thanksgiving meal. But mm-hmm. but that's what giving is is sharing together and not keeping things to yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yep, as we it. as we close out here. Thank you all for listening uh, th- this far. Uh, if you've made it this far, you are 
Uh, you are one in a million. You are, you are amazing, uh, and we love you. Uh, but we want to encourage you. We want to exhort you. Get uncomfortable. Get uncomfortable. Go out and give. Give of yourself in a way that you never have before this year. Mm. Give in a way that, that you never imagined that you could. Give in a way that you've been scared to give. And bring somebody with you. Have somebody there to support you. But, but give this season. We, again, love you so much. We're so appreciative of you listening to us and supporting us. And uh, if you're wondering how you can better support us, please stay on and listen to the end of this. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Bible Conversations podcast. I want to tell you about a couple of ways in which you can be involved or help us out. You can like us on Facebook, share our posts. You can send us an email at kcocbibleconversations at gmail.com. You can follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. You can even leave a review on Apple Podcasts. We're also partnering with Ministry League. This is a wonderful app full of so many different resources to help you grow your faith. We love you all. Now let's go start a conversation.